Hey guys, it's Liz Kelly. We have a new podcast launching this week exclusively on Spotify with Chris Ryan and Chuck Klosterman called Music Exists. Here's the trailer. Hello, this is Chris Ryan. I'm an editor at TheRinger.com. Hello, this is Chuck Klosterman. I'm a friend of Chris Ryan and The Ringer. And this is Music Exists, a podcast where we talk about how we think about music. Yeah, this is not a podcast where we tell you what music to listen to or we necessarily comment on what's happening in the culture right now or what you should be listening to tomorrow before your friends do. This is a podcast about thinking about music even when it's not playing. Yeah, how does music shape the world you see around you, the world you feel around you? How does it make you feel about yourself? Yeah, particularly if the music that makes you feel things about yourself is Steely Dan or Black Sabbath. Or Radiohead. Yeah, that happens. That comes up a lot. Music Exists, a podcast about Radiohead. (laughs) (laughs) Available exclusively on Spotify. I'm your host, John Gonzalez, joined as I am every week by my producer, Steve Allman, who I will wish uh, a belated happy Valentine's Day and a happy current President's Day. My Valentine's Day is now complete. Thank you, Gons. This is why I feel like you're maybe an FDR guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. A Calvin Coolidge. I, I don't know. I get some some weird Harding vibes from you. Wonderful to see you. Thanks to everybody for listening. A reminder to please rate and review us and read all of our great NBA content on TheRinger.com. We have a staff post up there from uh, our top 25 player so far this season. Paolo wrote a piece about the winners and losers from the All-Star Game, which I have takes. Haley's already here. You have thoughts on the All-Star Game. You were very excited about it. You're already here. corrections to your takes. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Don't don't go anywhere. You sit right there. Uh, We're going to bring Haley back in just a second. Zach Cram wrote about the All-Star Game being fun as hell. Again, was it Was it fun as hell? I have some thoughts on this. We're going to discuss it. Haley's uh, already rolling her eyes at me. Way ahead of schedule on that. Coming up later in the show, Micah Peters will join us to discuss All-Star Weekend, the dunk contest, and Dame Dalla, uh, which, as everybody knows from last week's show, I am very excited about. But first, let's review the latest news from around the league and bring in, normally I would say bring in our regular contributors, Haley and Dan. Haley's already here, so we'll just bring in Dan. Boom, shakalaka! He's heating up! All right, as we established, one of them's already in studio. Haley is sitting right next to me. Normally, one would be way across the country in our NYCHQ. Instead, I don't know where you are right now, Dan Devine. He's sitting on the floor in a in a spare bedroom and a wonderful photo of his in-laws behind him. Dan, where are you? You're at your in-laws, I presume. Yeah, yeah. It would be really weird if I was just like in a Holiday Inn, but there was a photo of my in-laws behind me. Yeah, um, it would be random. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am in. Yeah, I'm in the back bedroom at my my in laws place, sitting I, sitting on a floor between two twin beds. Um, really, just like <laughs> like unbelievable stuff. But uh, th- th- this is the, this is the extent that I'll go to to make sure that we get the content going, guys. So I'm here for you. I'm here for Haley. He's, he's a, a gamer. Really nice face. He's he's a gamer. Has you, did you see a nice, uh, nice face behind me? There's a lot of cool that. stuff here. Ask them about how attached they are to that. <laughs> you know what, Haley? I can just not ask anything and just, just like. <laughs> Grab that. Just take it with you. Uh, we're Put off, it under the coat. We're off to a hell of a start. Let's review some headlines <laughs> from around the league with NBA Instant Replay. 
All right, so we're going to talk all things All-Star Weekend in just a second. But first, we'll start with John Beeline, Shams Sharnia from The Athletic reporting that he is not expected, the Cavaliers head coach is not expected to remain with the Cavaliers beyond this season. He might even possibly resign, which uh, WTF on that one. He signed a five-year contract. Why would he do that? You may recall from earlier in the season, there was a controversy where he was accused of calling his players thugs. He claimed that he called them slugs. Either way, not good. Things are not going great. In Cleveland, they only won 19 games a year ago. This year, they have won 14 games. Uh, Haley O'Shaughnessy, thoughts on John Beeline's tenure? Seems limited with the Cavaliers. It's been so difficult for me to not make a joke all this time about his possible quick exit. And his last (laughs) name is Beeline. (laughs) I can't go to that level of dad joke yet, but... It's been really You've been thinking about that. it, though. Uh, Dan Devine, our resident dad joke enthusiast, uh, what say <laughs> you about John Beeline uh, possibly leaving and possibly resigning, despite the fact that he's got a, a five-year, four more years after this? I did the math. Yeah, it checks out, Gons. You're our statistician. Thank if you. you are, yeah, if you're going to be bad at a thing, get fired and get the whole amount of money for being bad at the thing, right? Like, in fairness, it's not like John Beeline can't be a basketball coach. He's been a very good one for many years, but... This just everything about this circumstance just screamed like it's going to get worse before it gets better. You had established veterans like Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, you know, guys that have been around for a while. All of a sudden, they're supposed to be listening to a first time NBA head coach that is like coming out with college stuff. They immediately bucked back at that. Um, You have a bunch of young guys that are figuring out how to play together. Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr., all these young guys trying to figure out how to get in where they fit in. And they're not trying to hear a college coach anymore either because they're out of that. Like nothing about what was there this year felt like it was going to knit together well. And then it just exploded. And now, I mean, you're talking about a team that is, I think they've been outscored by almost nine points per hundred possessions this season, second worst in the league behind Golden State. They're awful on both sides of the court. It's a time to figure out a next move. But yeah, the next move, if I was John Beeline, would be to say like, well, if you guys want to let me go, uh, let's make sure that the part of my contract that allows me to get the remaining four years of my deal uh, is honored as as I head out the door. I'll, I'll pack up my belongings, but I'm going to need a gold box to do it. Yeah, I want I want that money, please. Uh, but here's how much I care about the Cavaliers uh, coaching situation. Uh, that's enough of that. And we're going to move on to the Friday All-Star <laughs> weekend. Uh, did you guys watch any of the Friday All-Star weekend? Uh, I did not because it was Valentine's Day and I enjoy being married because same, my same. wife is very talented and also keeps the lights on. Uh, so I had to, had to put in some time. Well, it's not me. Uh, she pays for all of that stuff. Uh, I don't even have a car. I borrow her car. But so I didn't watch Celebrity <laughs> Celebrity Friday uh, or the Rising Star game. I did, however, uh, read the news about it. So uh, I saw that uh, Wilbon and Stephen A were the were the coaches for the celebrity game. I saw you know Common popped up because as Steve mentioned, it was in Chicago. Uh, Steve, you're our resident Chicagoan. Uh, did you watch the celebrity game on from your home city? I did. It's usually uh, a poor display on all accounts, but uh, it was fun. I w- was it? <laughs> I, I mean, sure. <laughs> this was my question for all of it. My question is going to be: Was it? Apparently, they determined who was going to tip off in the celebrity game. Uh, by pulling tissues out of a tissue box. Did you see this? this? I'm not making this up. It was like a fever dream where I was like, did I think I'm making this up? So they determined who was going to get first possession by, they had two people, and I'm not even sure who it was, just pulling tissues out of a tissue box as fast as they could. And the first one who finished that that team got the ball. Budget cuts. 
But I mean, we talked <laughs> about the Raiders. Big yes. She knew exactly. Uh, so for the, for the Rising Stars game, uh, RIP Memorial, Jackson Hayes and Matisse Thibel, who did not participate. It was USA versus the world. Zion and a bunch of other players met President Obama, which was fun. Ja threw down, uh, Ja threw uh, an alley-oop to Zion, a half-court alley-oop. Zion dunked so hard, he bent the rim. There was a gift that went around of Trey Young and Luka loving on each other when Luka hit a half-court shot. And then, uh, <laughs> sadly, the Knicks did not give Luka a bunch of scratch lotto tickets for that. Boo! The thing, speaking of boos, Dan Devine, <laughs> excellent transition by you. Your guy, R.J. Barrett, got booed for fouling Zion and not surrendering a dunk. The fans did not like that. Uh, Dan Devine, since you booed, thoughts on RJ making what would be otherwise the correct basketball play in a not basketball game environment? Well, first thing, I just really have to take the task everybody in Chicago. This is why NBA ratings are down. You want to see real competition. You want to see people going after it, playing hard defense, playing smart analytically uh, inclined basketball, you're not going to give Zion the high percentage shot like that. Respect RJ Barrett and his basketball <laughs> acumen, Chicago. Um, no, of course, of course. Eddie, the, 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 the life that flashes in front of your eyes when somebody tries to wrap up Zion dunking in an exhibition game, it's like, no, 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 everybody get out of the way forever. Everybody yeah. all the way out of the way. I respect what you were to go, what you were going for. And that's your buddy, your pal from Duke. But like, no, 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 wrap him in bubble wrap. Everybody give him a wide berth and let him go explode for fun dunks. Like, Stop it, RJ Barrett. I feel like Dan might be a little too close to the situation, so I'll ask you, Haley. Uh, <laughs> we know that Jaw's good. We know that Zion is good. What do we know about RJ? I have a history of takes of not not great projections from me for RJ. You're not on board with RJ. He, this is how I knew the Knicks were going to take him. Wild ass shooter. <laughs> Wild ass shooter. I think it was on group chat last year, but I was like, have you guys ever heard of Earl Clark? who was a Louisville player like a decade ago <laughs> sure. made a comparison. But I mean, yeah, when he's hot, he's hot. But the thing is that he's not going to be hot all the time, like probably rarely. Not going to be hot all the time. Uh, I'm not sold on RJ. He's not very efficient, but we'll see what happens with him moving forward. Uh, other things from All-Star Weekend, Aaron Gordon, who we'll get to when we bring in Micah Peters to discuss a wild ass. You want to talk about wild ass, wild ass dunk contest from the weekend. Uh, he was asked uh, during media availability who the best one-on-one -on -one player was. Thought that was interesting. Wanted to throw it up to you guys. He mentioned KD, Kawhi, Giannis, Harden. No votes for LeBron. Didn't mention Kyrie or Dame or Steph. Uh, Dan Devine, who's the best one-on-one -on -one player in the league right now? I think I would take a healthy KD over anybody else just because there's nothing you can do to bother his shot at a certain point. And like that, the, the, the his ability to get wherever he wants to go and let the shot go would, would probably overtake anything else. Plus, he could send your shit back because he's like seven foot nine with 35 foot limbs. Like, I, I think the idea of him on both sides of the court works for me. Haley, you're nodding enthusiastically. Are you KD too? Yeah, because KD has everything else that the others have shooting ability wise, but is a lot longer. It's hard to say that because one on one is literally where Harden has made his money. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, are we just going to skip one -on -one, over one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of uh, NBA history? LeBron James gets no, no, but we're not even going to mention him here. KD is. We've, see, we've seen Kevin Durant go one on one with LeBron James, and it's worked out pretty well for KD in a couple of finals. The, the shade thrown at the king. I, I, I'm not sure I, I like it here. <laughs> no, you know how much I love LeBron James. How much do you, not, not enough to mention him in the, in the one on one conversation? One on one, one, -on -one means the entire half court. KD has better shooting range. All right. He does. I, I feel like we've glossed our stats. <laughs> stats for the hypothetical conversation. Every time I want to win an argument, I'm just going to say stats. Fantastic. I, I like I, it. I would, I, would really, I would really love a drop of Haley yelling stats. I feel like if we can get a clean drop of that, that would be dynamite. <laughs> Steve, it's done. It's Steve, done. Let's get on that. 
stats. Uh, speaking of stats, we mentioned Zach uh, Cram at the top of the show. Another Zach, Zach Levine, was in all-star uh, mode this weekend. He was also asked some very interesting questions. He was on first take. And while he was on first take, the crowd behind him started chanting fire Gar Pax. Uh, they are not on board with Gar Foreman and John Pax. And apparently during All-Star Weekend, there was a billboard that went up that said fire Gar Pax. And a fan right before All-Star break wore 86 Gar Pack jersey to the last home game, which I thought was very creative. Those two have been running the front office in tandem since 2009. They are on pace to miss the playoffs for the third straight season and the fourth time in five years. The Chicago Sun-Times reports that the front office structure is unlikely to continue beyond this season and that, quote, ownership is gathering information on replacements. Haley, uh, do you like this? Is it time for them to break these two up? Is it time? I know you said in tandem since what? 2009. 2009. But this has been happening before. I mean, in 06, John traded LaMarcus Aldridge for Tyrus Thomas. This has been this has been going on a long, long time. time. But I genuinely like I, I hear the reports, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Last year, Jerry Reisner's son, Michael, who is the team president, had this really bizarre interview, I think, with the Tribune, where he basically said that he didn't expect any changes anytime soon. And he said, we need to have patience with the rebuild. It's only our second rebuild. People act like it's our millionth rebuild. I don't know how you can differentiate between like which rebuild it is when it's just like a long standing rebuild that's been going on for years. Yes, it's definitely time. It's been time. But I mean, you know, we saw Ernie Grunfeld. If you have the owner's support. <laughs> Rebuilding in perpetuity. You can survive for years. It's interesting that right. you mentioned that, Dan. I was going to ask you, uh, would you rather have Nick's ownership uh, and front office or the Bulls? And as an addendum to that, Forbes is reporting that the Knicks have, quote, strong interest in Villanova head coach Jay Wright. Thoughts on that? Sure. The fuck? Why not? Um, yeah, I have strong interest in a lot of things that are great, too. Jay, Jay Wright has won a lot of games at Villanova and he's built a, a powerful system there. Sure. Let's find out how exactly is, is the is ownership making that higher or is the general manager making that higher? Is the general manager that's on uh, that the Knicks have right now going to remain the general manager next season? Um, if you're asking me which ownership group I'd rather have between uh, James Dolan and Jerry Reinsdorf. Tough call. It's tough call. Like, you know, uh, James Dolan has, has a, a hockey team that's won some things and Jerry Reinsdorf has a baseball team that's won some things I don't I feel like it's like asking me like which would you rather have uh, get hit in the head by a cement truck or get hit in the balls by a ball peen hammer and I'm like uh, it's not neither one of them is very fun so I, I think I'll say no on both of them that was very that sounds specific like it hap- yeah that sounded like like allegedly I mean like <laughs> hypothetically I'm not, listen, I'm not gonna talk about what happened during my Valentine's Day weekend but like whatever you know whatever works for you guys <laughs> shit got crazy Colleen and I did a puzzle but you're getting hit by cement trucks uh, last one for his very romantic Valentine's Day puzzle uh, last one for you from All-Star Weekend Russell Westbrook fascinating he's doing his media interview and he and he says, no, he's no longer letting the media control narratives about him. This is a quote. Just over the years for me, I've allowed sometimes the media to let them create narratives of myself. And I protected myself by communicating. And I'm no longer allowing that. So that's it. So he did not issue this statement on Twitter. He did not issue this statement on Instagram. He issued this statement about not letting the media control his narrative to the media during media availability at All-Star Weekend. The irony is so delicious uh, Russell Westbrook, I, I have nothing else to say I about him. I honestly don't think it's incredible. ironic. I think he was, I mean, if I, if someone's saying something to me, I just want them to look me in the eye and say, you're not doing this anymore. You know, like that's the best way to do it. If you do it on Twitter, it's, you're avoiding the problem. He was literally, this is so Russell Westbrook. And here I am creating a narrative again to look at them in the <laughs> eye and be like, you guys aren't going to do this to me anymore. He's had a really, I mean, that's probably really tough to be in the spotlight and have a personality. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you taking Russell Westbrook's side versus the media when you're in the media? This is oh, very I will unusual. always take Russell Westbrook's side. Always. I have, even when people were like, triple doubles, his aren't real because of the rebounds. I will always take a side. Also, I'm not in the media. Wait, uh, what? No. Wait a minute. You, I, got a, I got a couple of things here. One, media. he plays for the Rockets. You play for Team Ringer, which is in the media. <laughs> no, I, no, it's in my contract. It's a, that's it. You're yeah. you're out. You're she's a freelancer. She's independent. Um, that's a wild talk about wild ass <laughs> no, takes. That's a wild ass take. Media. I'm uh, just a, I'm just an observer on the side. Uh, yeah. she's an entity unto herself. <laughs> that's that's an incredible take. We've got more coming up. Uh, that was NBA instant replay. Before we go to the main event and bring in Micah Peters, a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Today's episode of the Ringer NBA Show is brought to you by Microsoft Teams. Hey, NBA show fans, we all know meetings. Struggling to pay attention? Files seem impossible to find? We're secretly streaming the game on our laptop while nervously tapping our foot below the conference room table. And if you're not in a room, you're not in the know. Luckily, there's a solution for all the meeting-related issues that we constantly complain about. Welcome to the new slam dunk to work together, Microsoft Teams. Using Microsoft Teams is one play that's guaranteed to work every time, where you can contribute to meetings from anywhere, even on the court. Chat with coworkers so you're never out of the loop, find all your files, and even edit them in real time in one convenient place. The greatest NBA teams have mastered the art of communication and organization. When you're ready to unleash the power of your team, open Teams, because meetings of the past are for rookies, right? There is nothing worse than having to go to a meeting at a time that you don't have to be there anyway. So, like, you have to go to some kind of early meeting when you wouldn't normally be there that early, and then you've gone to a meeting that probably wasn't even about you, and then you got to sit around for a long time. I'd give anything to have Microsoft Teams, because then I could just pull up my computer, and now I'm, I'm part of the meeting, and I don't have to be down at the office for the meeting that wasn't about me anyway. Learn more about how to improve your work efficiency at Microsoft.com slash Teams. That's Microsoft.com slash Teams. All right, joining us in the studio, he's our resident music and dunk contest expert. It's Michael Peters. What the fuck is going on, What is up, buddy? Uh, Let's go right to it. Let's go right to the main event. Which main event? The, the game itself. That's the, like his intro. That's his. That's how he does. That's the segment. That's the segment you're on. He does right a segment for <laughs> And there's a music break. Micah clearly is a big fan I'm of a heat giant check. heat check fan. <laughs> I, I listen to so a resident heat check connoisseur. You know what I'm saying? The Please new transition should be Micah saying, "You know what? What's the main you know event? why? You know, you know, you know why I had to I had to the fucking shit up real quick is because you're wearing an AS Roma hat and I can't abide that." Uh, I got it in Rome, surprisingly enough. Uh, I liked it, and everybody thinks it's a Raiders hat. You got it I, in Rome. Give my regards to the Rockefellers. I uh, I like I, I like I like the hat. Uh, every, like everybody mistakes it for the Raiders. I don't know, whatever. Uh, all right, we, we got to run through the All Star Weekend skills competition is a thing that happened. Jason Tatum was the defending champ. I had no idea about that. He said he was going to win and then retire from the skills competition. Naturally, he got bounced in the first round by Sabonis. Uh, Bam beat Sabonis, and that happened. Three-point contest. They instituted this new thing, the Mountain Dew Zone, which uh, was a farther 
three-point shot. Buddy Heald won that one. Uh, congrats to him because who knows if he'll uh, retain his starting spot. There was uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich starting over him for a while. Uh, I want to get to the actual game. The actual game was, and we're going to get to the dunk contest and uh, Dame Dahl in a second. Those were the two things that I was most interested in from the weekend. But the actual game, I, the first three quarters happened. Team LeBron was down nine points. They came back to win. Kawhi won the, the now newly named Kobe Bryant MVP award. The game ended on an Anthony Davis free throw, and everybody seemed very excited about it. I'm going to let you guys go first on this. What do you mean everyone seemed very excited? Like you the were game very overall? excited about it. By the way, Chris Paul threw down an alley-oop. Chris Paul can dunk. There was so much fun I didn't know shit Chris going Paul on in the game. Dunk. There was there was amazing things going on in the game. And I'm sorry, Gons, this is your podcast. But for everyone it's saying our that, our podcast. He oh. t- he checks yeah. a family, Haley. Yeah. Oh, so nice. yeah. so, Steve, will in... you cut that so I can listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> it ended on a free throw, yes. But if you want it to be a competitive game, this is what happens. People are fouling. I think this is a good thing. So what? It ended on a free throw. That's how basketball happens. She's getting, now it's realistic basketball. Seconds ago, you were, uh, it was a kumbaya feeling. We were, yeah. we were about to hug. <laughs> and now you were like anger yelling at me about uh, how I, I maybe, I haven't even expressed my opinion on the game yet. I'm going to get to it in a second. <laughs> this Michael is Peter, my love language. I brought you, you in for language. this. What did you think of the new yeah, format? It's just like, you had me fucked up here, here, and here. <laughs> I enjoyed the fourth quarter of the game. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, like definitely the, Cause I mean, it's like it's the end of like any pickup game where like maybe you were fucking around for it before, and then like at the end it's just kind of like, all right, is it twos or threes? Are they like, are we winning by one or two? Like everybody is suddenly concerned about the rules. Like I think I was thinking <laughs> about like uh, like James Harden and Kyle Lowry going at, like Kyle Lowry trying to take charges. Yeah, yeah. And then like I mean, it was one play where James Harden like slashed inside and had like a free layup, and then just winged it to the corner for, to Chris Paul to hit a three. Like, and it's just kind of like everybody's hunting threes at this point. It was, a, it was fun. Like it was a good time. Dan, you, you go again and then I'll express how I feel about this. I mean, I think, well, for you, yeah, the, the, the Kyle Lowry point, I'm like, finally, we have justification for Kyle Lowry being in a goddamn all-star game. Like, I, I love him. I love him as a performer, but what he does doesn't necessarily translate into this format, but now it does, which is great. Like, the first half, they make the whole plane out of Trey Young, and then in the last six minutes, you need some Kyle Lowry in there taking charges. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like any, every time that people got overly excited about this one way or the other, I was like, since when do y'all give it this much of a shit about the all-star game? Like, yeah, try, try different things. Play it in ones and twos. I don't care. You have to win on a step back. Who gives a shit? It's fine. If, are, are they, are, is everybody having fun? And are we seeing like the best players compete to the best of their abilities? And that's what that last six, seven minutes was like. That's, that's what everybody wants to see out of this game. Who's on the court in those last five, six, seven minutes and who uh, winds up mattering in that most sort of moment when the passions are up. And that's like that sort of sets the template for what, you know, what you pay attention to going forward and like sort of who is relevant in the league at a given moment. I think that's kind of dope. And then it wound up. Yeah. If you if you clean up the can end on a free throw thing, that's cool. If he's got to be win by two, if it's a free throw, whatever, I don't care. But like, yeah, try something new. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit is the general right take on this. Uh, and I think you just <laughs> solved my problem. Like ending on a free throw sucked. It was, I was like, what? This was so fun. The fourth quarter was fun. I was really enjoying myself. And then they just were like, oh, he made a free throw. I got a question. I got a question though. What, 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 what would you, what would you have preferred it to end on? Something not, there wasn't a free throw. So you like, don't have an actual suggestion. I, well, I just, Dan's, I was just wondering. I, Dan's, I mean, Dan's point about you got to, it can't end on a free throw. You got to win by two or something. That would have been great. Okay. I don't know what the final score was. Maybe they already did win by two. I, I don't know what the final score was because I, I just know so that you're saying played. you want NFL 
overtime rules for the All Star game. I, like if you score, if you if you win the game on a free throw, you then have to like the other team. It can't end on a free throw. Or it can be a shootout like soccer style, but like from the three point line. A, f- a shootout, a one on one from the three point line. The game is tied. <laughs> it could be one on one. It could be one on one. I don't. I don't know what it is, but yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is one on one. Maybe maybe we That's do some, fair, something wild the, like that. Meantime, I mean, like they used to have like shootouts like that in MLS, where they just like start from the halfway line and it just be one player one on one with the keeper. Like it used to happen. That was really? a thing. God yeah. bless the MLS. Is, they are trying so. This hard. is why we brought Micah in because he uh, his <laughs> wide range of knowledge is important here. Which brings us to the dunk contest. You are a dunk. Contest enthusiast. What a dunk contest. I was having a conversation about this all weekend, maybe because of the intrigue with the judges and what Dwayne Wade was doing. And like Roger Sherman. Absolutely. The thing that, like, I've the more so than any dunk that happened during the dunk contest, I remember Dwayne Wade and his. You know, raspberry mock neck and like his and his and his Michael Caine <laughs> glasses, realizing the exact moment when he could fuck everything up. When he could just hand <laughs> it to <laughs> Derek Jones Jr. It's just like, ooh, like, like the gif is there. I can't wait to get like it's gonna get. I'm gonna get so much mileage out of it because he's just like, ooh, I can do this. <laughs> so Derek Jones Jr. is your dunk contest champion. Shouts to Archbishop Carroll and Radner uh, outside of Philadelphia. But uh, controversial. Like, apparently all dunks are 50s now, although those two guys, Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr., deserved a lot of these. But Roger Sherman, our, our uh, colleague and teammate Roger Sherman, screamed about the conflict of interest that you mentioned with Dwayne Wade because Dwayne Wade, apparently at the end... Um, the judges had decided that they'd gone back and forth for so long that they were just going to declare it a tie. And somebody somewhere screwed it up. According to Ramona uh, Shelburne from ESPN, she had just spoken to Common, who told ESPN, (laughs) we thought it was, that's the correct response. We thought it was going to be tied. We were like, this is a tie, but somebody didn't do it right. I don't know who it is. Uh, I think I know who it is. Common is the media. He's in the media, but you're not. Common is in the media. Okay. Uh, what did we think about the? Let's go to the verdict first before we talk about the actual dunks. What do we think about the verdict here? Did we deserve to have a winner declared? Would we have been pissed off if it had been a tie? It was a fun dunk contest. They both were incredible. I mean, like on some fundamental level, we all want to see a little bit of blood. Like I think somebody had to lose, <laughs> but like, and and now we can argue about it forever. That's great. Right. Um, Actually, yeah, we are the, the, all losers because Aaron Gordon, after the dunk contest, after losing for a second time unjustly was like, I'm never doing this again. And that is a huge loss for us all. Yeah, this this feels like it might be, you know, you can make the argument for being right in the moment, but you're on the wrong side of history that we're going to end with Aaron Gordon not having whatever the trophy is. I actually, I, I, I can't conjure the image in my brain, but whatever, you know, that, that pelt on his wall. Like, he should be considered that way. And now it's going to be like, he was a, he was maybe the best player ever to do this over the whole of his career. Although he had that one weird ass drone dunk that didn't work out a few years ago. Oh, yeah, I, I was there that. for that. That oh, was like, was? yeah, I was, was that I in was, New Orleans. Yeah, that was in New Orleans. He, <laughs> that was really. I believe, a disappointing the, I, I believe the kids call that before. big trash. I yeah. believe that's what what, what, the, what I mean, the phrase like for he, that is. Because he came the next, like after he, you know did the scoop thing over like the Philly fanatic or whatever. And, and did all these, like had all these amazing acrobatic dunks one year and then comes the next year and he's just like props. I'm into props this year <laughs> and fucked everything up. Well, I mean, but this one though, like he was, he was incredible in this dunk contest. He brought out chance multiple times, which, you know, say what you want about chance. We were talking about uh chance earlier and, and Haley was just, crushing chance do you want to crush chance now wow. she said that you would i think the best tweet that i saw about chance over the weekend is that chance the rapper plays basketball like he raps 
<laughs> you're gonna have to explain. You're gonna have to go into further detail on that one for gone. Yeah, well, he uh, <laughs> is <laughs> how how to describe it. Basically, everything on his body moves in the wrong direction. <laughs> Like it's <laughs> like I really That's don't amazing. like it's just kind of like asynchronous, so haptic and like yeah, exactly asynchronous. Everything is just like just limbs, a thicket of swaying limbs, just moving around like and being happy, like which is great. That's what your music sounds like, but like you know, I don't want you playing for like that's like having a negative player on your team. Like if I pass the ball to you and like. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Instead you know? of shit talking, he just says, "My wife." I mean, this is this is. Uh, I, I didn't expect this to devolve into a conversation about Chance the Rapper, but here we are. But they brought him out. Aaron Gordon brought him out multiple times. That was less impressive than some of the other stuff. Uh, he also used Markel Fultz. I thought he should have won just for that, incorporating Markel Fultz. Uh, but at the end, he ended up losing after dunking on Taco Fall, who's seven foot five. Uh, I don't know where you guys are on this. I thought it was very impressive. Also, Taco Fall wearing vertical stripes, power flex. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, Dan Devine? Let's go to you. What did you think about uh, the Taco Fall prop? Yeah, one of my favorite things is when people are like, well, you didn't really get all the way over the seven foot five guy. It's like, dude, did you say he got over the seven foot five guy? Like, are you kidding me? He's he took the five. ball off the back of his neck and then went up over the top of him. It's like, yeah, but he didn't clear him clean. I'm like, all right, man. I don't know. If you're not happy with that, I don't know. Like, the man flew. I don't know what we're mad about. Um, it it didn't look as as impressive at the end as, as some of the other ones that he did. Like the 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 one hand off the backboard from Fultz and swinging it all the way around was one of the most like beautiful and clean lined things I've ever seen in the competition. And this is you end on like lesser, a lesser note than you had earlier on. But I mean, yeah, if what he did over the balance of the competition wasn't enough to win it, then like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what we're looking for in that situation. Actually, that has been Eric Gordon's problem is like sequencing, like his, yeah, like his dunks. Like, I feel like he would do better in the dunk contest if he like saved like the, like the wraparound with Marco, like for, for like later. But wasn't the, the, but the last one was just that they just, they just told him to do it. He had to make it up on the spot. Well, they were Wasn't, running, isn't that true? Yeah, yes, Dan's yeah, not yeah, it. Yeah. Dan's no, Dan knows all. Yeah. This is correct. Uh, <laughs> they they were running out of dunks because they had to keep going. Yeah. And uh, Taco was not planned. Uh, he said he was scared for his life. It was they just so brought cute. him out of the side and was, he was like, stand here, I'm going to dunk on you. And he's like, what? I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but he did it. And uh, Aaron Gordon pulled it off and they still lost. This was the dunk that Aaron Gordon lost on where Wade, Chadwick Boseman, and Pippen all gave him nines. I'm so disappointed. Collusion. Who are you, who are you disappointed most disappointed in? Chadwick. In? I, was, I, I was disappointed in Chadwick Boseman's hair. Um, really? <laughs> what did you, uh, where did where did this dunk contest, as our resident dunk contest historian, I think it might have been the great, because of the intrigue, because of the dunks, because of the straight Are you, you going to compare it to, to, to Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan it, in 1989? It's, it's one of the great it's dunk contests it's of all time. It's in the conversation. It might be the greatest. It really is way the fuck up there. It's way up there because of the intrigue. Like, yeah. not only... Derek Jones Jr. was out of his mind and Aaron Gordon was also out of his mind. These guys were going 50 for 50 till the end. And then on top of that, you've got this stupid Dwayne Wade controversy that we'll remember forever. And... Chadwick Boseman's hair. Come on, this is great. It is great. Common it's great was there. Stuff. I mean, like, it has to be up there with... It's top three of all time. It's it's up there with uh, Jordan and, and Neek and then... Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, and yep, now Aaron yeah, Gordon yeah. and Derek Jones Jr. And Eric Gordon, we will not see again. 
in the dunk contest, probably. Aaron that Gordon sucks. Yeah. You know how to make sure that this mistake doesn't happen in the future? What? You need to have assholes as your judges. Who Please. aren't, who are not good scared. Good assholes. Good assholes, yeah. Good assholes. Like, right. you make an entire panel of Gary Paytons. Who aren't scared to, if a dunk is, you think something greater is coming, okay, then give it a 47. Don't give it a 50. Well, Save this, something. This was what Roger was saying uh, all over Twitter and in Slack, that the, the 50s are way too liberal. And then at the end, they were like, oh, now we're now getting we all these adjust. 50s. Now yeah. what the hell do we do? And so they graded him on a curve, even though he dunked over Taco Fall. Like it was, I don't know. I don't know what you do about the 50s either, but I thought it was one of the best dunk contests we've seen in a while. We haven't even talked about your guy, Dwight Howard, who... He's okay, Haley's let's not, man. Let's Haley's absolutely man, not You're, call him my he's guy. Your guy. You're no, he's absolutely Dwight <laughs> Howard. Oh my yeah, god! This is, <laughs> he, I'm uh, walking out. He brought out. Uh, look, the Superman cape was lame, but the the fun part was that he brought out Jameer Nelson. I'm a Jameer Nelson guy from way back, and I thought it was really cool that he brought him out. But the rest of it, the, he had a Statue of Liberty dunk that 360 got a 49 somehow. I don't know. Pat Connaughton. Uh, some people thought Pat Connaughton got robbed as well. I just like that he did the white men can't jump Billy Hoyle thing. Like, that's fine. You 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 did that, and now you can go because it, yeah, right. it was fine. Um, in fairness, in fairness, you were kind of like uh, walking where Chase Budinger walked before, but still, like there are only so many options when you are like the random inserted white dude into the competition. I feel where you're coming from. Also, if if DJ Khaled can't say your name, you must be doing something right. <laughs> DJ Khaled, uh, yeah, he was like, I don't know how to say your last name, and then he said his last Connaughton name. Is, he said you can Connaughton? literally sound yeah, it he, out. That's very funny. If you can't pronounce that, <laughs> if said, I ever meet DJ Khaled, I'm gonna be like, Connaughton. I just don't know how to start to pronounce that. Sorry, that <laughs> sorry to that man. It was really great. Yeah. Sorry um, to that man. <laughs> one more All Star Weekend thing that I wanted to run past you guys. Dame Dalla had his much anticipated, at least for me, appearance uh, where he performed. He did not. He did not play in the game because he was out with a groin injury. He was replaced uh, replacing the three point contest and the game by Devin Booker. But he did perform as Dame Dalla, which is an acronym that stands for Different on Levels the Lord Allows. Mike, I want to ask you about this because Different on Levels the Lord Allows. He's taking some artistic license using the on in the acronym, but not the the. Uh, but he performed in a Mamba Forever jacket. Lil Wayne came out. Uh, what'd you think of the Dame Dollar performance? It was fine. I mean, like, the thing is that, like, it's, I've, I, I feel about the Dame Dollar performance like I feel about Dame Dollar's music. I mean, it's... It's, you gave us a breakdown of chance. No, what I mean is that, like, it's, like, Dame, like, Dame Dalla never rises above the level of oh cool you rap like I mean he's it's very like it's technically proficient like it's like the it's musically accomplished you have like you know features from Wayne and like probably one from Pusha T down the line he did that commercial right. with Pharrell and Pusha T whatever like and he's talking about like maybe we have a collaboration and I mean like God bless you know if you want to get out rapped like it's just I like it's <laughs> I he's it's it's fine but. Like, but this is my fine is better than we've seen from 99.9% yeah. of athletes turned rappers is yes, my question yes, is, yes, 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 isn't yes. But he I probably mean, the best athlete rapper ever? I mean, what's the list though, right? Yeah. Like what is the, li like literally what is the list? It's it is like it's, Shaq and, and Iverson for like a minute Shaq, and a half. Iverson for a minute and a half. Like Steven, Steven Jackson. Two, Master P made two NBA teams. He Master never, P made the Raptors and the Hornets. Played, yeah, he, he never played in a, a single game. He was a rapper who played some basketball, not a we're basketball player about the, who the reverse. Why? Yeah. 
because we're talking about because we're talking about, the, because we're talking about the reverse. <laughs> that's that's why <laughs> you're bringing up something else. This is like don't bring up master feel like I didn't think about that. What are you, you talking didn't about? Think about that. You like, didn't think about, I thought about that. Okay, Haley, so, Mike, has, Mike has never stopped thinking about Master P. Get some on. respect. <laughs> like, uh, but all right, so this is sexist. I mean, this is sexist. Everyone's taking my ideas. This whole wow. show. This is sexism. Well, I'm chasing. <laughs> well, we run this show I right mean, off the rails. No, 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 All right, I'm gonna go back to what the thing that I was saying before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn. All right, so this is the like what I'm saying is that. What I mean by like the level of oh cool you rap is like there is somebody that was like, you know, kicking beats out on like on the lunch table with a pen and a pencil, like and you know, like doing like, you know, yo, I'll go to the library and read mad books, like raps in, in your in your in your homeroom. But it's just like I don't really if you're performing at the all-star halftime show, like People should know some of your songs. I don't know. Like, I don't know any damn dollar songs. I don't either. And yet I've I have listened to And his yet it's music like a before. great like it's a like it is absolutely like when you said proficient, technically proficient, I was like, that's right. I've listened to him before and I've gone, oh, he's good. Yeah, and he's I good. Like I he's good at rapping. Of his lines. Like he's good at rapping, but he's not like I it's not member. But I mean, like, it's like, okay, so what I mean when I'm saying, like, if you go to the all-star show, it's just like you have to come correct and also some people got to know your songs like Nas was performing at half at the like not to make an unfair comparison yeah. obviously but what I mean is that like he was performing at the halftime show and he didn't perform shit off of Life is Good in 2015 <laughs> like he yeah. was just like oh, oh I have to go all the way back to Illmatic because that's what people, people know remember and it's just like I haven't listened to Nas in however long when but he comes like out on the to stage up. or whatever and he's just kind of like you know Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I'd be kicking. I was just like, I was right there. And I was just, but I hadn't listened to Illmatic and however, like, you know, you have to have like something. And he some was just kind of bouncing around some on sort stage. sort of attachment. Like, yeah. And it's just kind of like, be excited because I'm here. It's just like. Yeah. I guess my whole point was that he cleared a bar. He cleared yeah, a bar that did. very other few, few people have. Dan, you get last, last word on this uh, as our basketball rapping enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously you come to me for the bars. Mike, my, my, my number one question is, would Dame's uh, would Dame's oeuvre become elevated if he started lying more? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lying in rap music is the best. It's absolutely the best fucking thing. I don't understand why anybody like like this whole thing about like you know you lie in your raps and all the whatever. It's just like yes, have guns as big as spaceships. Like have like. Have, you know, like a car from 20, from 2030 already. Like, you know, like Manny Fresh is talking about, I got the shit with the key fob from 2010 and 1998. You don't have that, obviously. Like, it's just like lying in rap is, is, I mean, like, why would you, why would that be an issue for you? Things Fact that, check rap sucks. Things that I never expected on this podcast was Dan shitting on Billie Eilish. Never. <laughs> it's not shitting what on Billie Eilish. It? Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish is totally fine. Like the issue is the economy around the fact that like journalists feel the need to ask that question so you can get the headline of like teenager doesn't know music from forty years before they were born. This is uh, <laughs> a lot of things have happened on this episode of Heat Check that I did not anticipate. This has been wildly fun. Uh, that was the main event. You're gonna stick around. We're gonna do good call, bad call. All right. What a bold call here. 
Well, that's, that's the transition. He's like, what's going on? That's the transition. Uh, all right, Vince Carter. Vince Carter, there was a big push last year to honor Dwayne Wade and Dirk as special roster additions to the All-Star game that did not make Haley O'Shaughnessy the same accommodation for Vince Carter. Uh, should they have? Should Vince have been honored? Our teammate here at the Ringer, should he have been honored at the All-Star game? Well, since that last sentence, I feel like I have to say yes. So bad call on yeah. not including him. Yes, bad call. Michael Peters. He stuck his elbow in the rim. Bad call. Bad call on not including him. Bad call on not including him. Dan Devine. I think what it came down to was that Wade, we knew Wade was going out. We suspected Dirk was, although he wasn't saying anything about it. Vince has said this is his last year, but I, I, if he wasn't going to be cool with the idea, like... Sometimes some people want the flowers and some people don't. So if he was just like, nah, I kind of just want to keep playing my bullshit ass minutes in Atlanta or whatever, like uh, that, uh, that's fine. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like ceremonially for sure, but maybe he doesn't want the ceremony. So I'm going to say a uh, good call because unless he's, unless he was actively going for it, I don't think we needed it. Steve Allman. Uh, I had it on good authority that he wasn't really pushing for that. So I'm going to say, yeah. Good all call. right. So yeah. Okay. Steve I, you Allman, member of the media. I am a member of the media. I, uh, I don't care if he was pushing for it or not. Throw the guy in there. As you mentioned, he put his arm in the goddamn rim. <laughs> and as my fellow 42 slash 43 We are going to venerate you whether you want it or not. This God damn it. Old. I'm old. I, can, I can't duck. Never could. He still can. Put him in there. Bad call. Should have been honored. Speaking of billboards, we were talking earlier about uh, billboards that got put up. It is not just Bulls fans. The Kings. Kings fans are planning to run a billboard that says enough is enough and ask owner Vivek Ranadive to step down. It will run the week of March 8th to the 14th, which is when the Kings, and this is amazing, will have a nationally televised game. I don't know who did that. Uh, good call or bad call. Forgot about the billboard. To the Kings being on national TV. Oh, I thought you were going to yeah, say that. Yeah, you I didn't see that coming. Wow. <laughs> thank wow. you. Thank wow. you. I do this, I do this wow. for a living. I am a member of the Crazy. media. Wow. I'm rejecting that outright. I'm going to answer both. Okay. As I said earlier in the show, my love language is hostility. Okay. Good call to the billboard. <laughs> that is. Also, <laughs> I love. What? <laughs> love. Okay. Also, right. yeah, everyone deserves some shine. Buddy Heel just won the three-point contest. He deserves some attention. So you're excited about the Kings on national two, TV. Two That's a lie. Calls. You're not going to watch that game. Uh, Michael Peters. Uh, as far as the billboards go, uh, as, you know, a Saints fan, I cannot say one thing or the other about that. <laughs> no. Like, uh, I think that it's a little embarrassing every time billboards go up. Yeah. But, like, you know, also. Are you going to watch the Kings on national TV? No. No, that's a bad call. Uh, Dan Devine. <laughs> I'm going to say good call on them being on national TV because at some point everybody should deserves a little bit of a win and people will be like, well, you know what? Rashawn Holmes is having a real nice season. You know, like that kind of thing will happen for five seconds and then you can be on Twitter being like, actually, he was much better in November and like you, you've been paying attention the whole time and everybody's going to be like, wow, that guy really must watch a lot of basketball. That's very impressive. Um, and billboards, uh, bad call. Save your money. Nobody was the owner's better. Not, the, in... owner's not, the owner's not stepping down. You know what, yeah. my guy? The owner's yeah, not stepping down. Like, like, it's also, yeah, it's just, it's not really going to accomplish the anything. The owner is not going anywhere. Uh, Steve Allman. Uh, good call on the billboards and national TV, but just bad call to your bamboozling of this team, Gons. I, I can't stand. The Kings are terrible. <laughs> Riley would agree with you. Uh, bad call on national TV. Good call on billboards. Billboards are fun sometimes, uh, even though save your money is probably <laughs> the right impulse. Last one for you. Zach Lowe wrote a really good piece on Bam Adebayo, who, uh, as we know won the skills competition sure uh but one of the lines in his 
story. It was very interesting. I put it in our Slack. I want to throw it out to you guys here. A half dozen, when Bam was um, uh, brought in for a workout for the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat put him through a, a bunch of different paces and workouts. And one of the workouts included a, quote, half dozen staffers circling out of bio and chucking basketballs at him in random patterns. <laughs> uh, good call or bad call on the half hazing, half workout mental warfare of the Miami Heat, Haley O'Shaughnessy. It sounded like this is when they knew he was the one. They put him through all of this and then they told him to defend the perimeter. Also, I never knew that this was his personality, but this explains why he gets along with Jimmy Butler so well. So yeah, good call. Good call. Michael Peters. I don't know, like the muscle confusion, agility, like, you know, reaction drill thing is, that sounds sort of makeshift, but there's something like that that goalkeepers do, like involving like tennis balls and bouncing it off a trampoline. And it's just kind of like, you have to be able to react, like, yeah. you know, like, get your hands to 10 and two or whatever, whatever, whatever. And like, as far as the drill goes, like it sounds really bizarre it when does. you write it out that way, but like I can see it happening. The Eagles receivers used to do this where they'd have, uh, they'd face a wall and a trainer would be behind them and the trainer would toss uh, tennis balls off the wall. Mm -hmm. So you, they wouldn't see them coming and then they'd have to you catch, catch it, it off yeah. the wall. So it, I guess it does sound bizarre, but you're right. There is some analog in other sports for it. Dan Devine. A good call because I just like the mental image of like six dudes standing around at Bam Adebayo and just hucking balls at him and being like, ha ha, go get it now, go get it now. Um, and so, and that's what, that's what really evocative writing can do is paint a picture like that in your brain. So good call all the way around. You use words for a living. Nicely done by you. Uh, Steve Allman. Good call. I like a method to, the, to that madness. Yeah, it has super uh, dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball vibes. <laughs> yeah. It's a good yeah. call. I like it. Uh, and I've also enjoyed this. My Micah, this was very fun. Thank you for doing it. I, I know that you love Heat Check and you clearly listen to it all the time. All so the gonna, time. We're going to have you back to do that again soon. Steve Allman, Dan Devine, Haley O'Shaughnessy, thank you. Thanks to all of you for listening. Please rate and review us. Read all of our content on TheRinger.com. Listen to The Ringer NBA show on The Ringer Podcast Network. Basketball is back on Thursday, I believe, right? Thursday? Thursday. Basketball's back on Thursday. Heat Check's back on Monday. Thanks for listening, gang. Bye.